ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Simply Steve Barber. <laughs> and joining me as my co-host is always the delicious Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And if you're watching on video, you'll notice we have a third person. And if you've been watching us for a while, you know who the third person is already. And I think we actually announced you were going to be on here. So it's really not that much of a surprise. It is Born to Wrestle, Noah Gabriel, one half of the Northern Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions. Hi guys, how's it going? I wish I I wish I was more prepared. I I I was rushing. I was rushing from. Uh, I actually came home from training, and I was rushing to get to training. And I I literally got out of my car and rushed to my laptop. So my belt's in my room, and I wish I could go grab it, but <laughs> so I can show it off. But you know, yes. Uh, but it's it's great to be back, guys. You guys have always been cool, and you know, I, I think I reached out to to you, Steve, about uh, coming back on and. Well, with with open arms, you're like, yes, absolutely, come back on, and yep, you know, anytime. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know that man. It, uh, you've been one of our favorite guests. Uh, we always have a good time, and uh, anytime <clears> we <throat> see each other at the shows, when I'm able to go, because I haven't been able to go as much lately, but whenever I can, you know, we always make sure come by and say hi. And um, of course, actually, what made my day was the one time when down in Covington, I look up, and you're wearing my shirt in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I was well. Two reasons. It's one, admittedly, it's because I, it, I forgot my shirt, but, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, you know what? Let's change it up a little bit. You know, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of advertising might as well. So, I, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna wear this, and then, you know, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad it, it appeased you, and, you know, everything else, and. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it actually took me a second. I'm like, is that my shirt? Yes, <laughs> yes. And I, and I, and I forget, because it was, like, earlier this year, wasn't it? Like, in the springtime or something? Uh, I believe so, yeah, in Downey yeah. Covington, yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I want to say it was, like, I think, I want to say Thunderdome, but I could be wrong. Uh, no, I don't think it was Thunderdome. Um, I don't think this show actually had a name, to be honest. Oh, it was, like, one of those, like, in-betweens? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, still a good show. Right, right. Um, I mean, I'd have to go back and look at my pictures that should get you a date, but that'll take too while, you know, too long, and um, you know, and and some of us got bedtimes, even though I'm, I'm <laughs> off, yeah, uh, even though I'm actually off work tomorrow because tomorrow's Veterans Day, and so I took the day right. off, and there you go. Um, my son's school is actually having a presentation for Veterans Day, and so I'm going to go to that because they recognize Ooh. all the veterans in this area, and there's a lot of veterans in this area, <laughs> so. Um, an IR one, but, uh, but anyway, because what we're going to be talking about is the, the 27th anniversary show, which is happening on the 26th of November down in Covington. Yes, yes. Um, don't get that. Don't get that confused. It's it's the 27th on the 26th. Don't get that confused. Yes. <laughs> uh, when they announced it at the last at the spectacular, they kept mixing the dates up, and the next person, th- yeah, knows- yeah. And I and I hate calling him out because he. Because if he's listening, he's probably going to get upset or embarrassed or both. But when, I think when Pompano called or like challenged MC to a match, I think he like he, he did. I think yeah. Did. <laughs> and I, I heard it, and I and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let him do his thing. <laughs> oh, because he's Pompano Joe. He, I mean, he is like one of the coolest people in the room. Right, right, right. And you know, and you know, kind of skipping ahead, it's going to be an incredible, incredible match. But. uh yeah, it's it was like you know what he's on fire, understandably so. I'm just kind of gonna let him do his thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but before we get started, I want to go ahead and give our contact and list again, Fo, and I want you to give yours as well. 
Um, but let me start with ours first. If you want to email us, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. That's also how you find us on Instagram. On Twitter, it's at bookingarmchair. On TikTok, it's at armchairbooking. We, we got to make videos one of these days, dude. But yeah, uh, yeah. speaking of videos, we're also on YouTube. That's the only video platform that I know of that we're on. Audio platforms, we're on just about everything that you can imagine. If we're not on something, let one of us know. We'll do whatever we can to get ourselves added. Our merch is tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. That link's also in the description uh, if you need to find that. You can also find Dwaylon on Twitter at fat underscore daddy 73, the fat daddy, because he is one half of big and fat, along with his wife, who is also named Big Mama. Not to be confused with <laughs> the Big Mama from the NWF, but now they have met across Zoom. And yep. They've, they've yes, compared they notes. <laughs> But that's actually Dwaylon's TikTok and his YouTube channels, Big and Fat. And my other podcast is The Cubicle Chat, which is actually my non-wrestling podcast. Um, and I believe, is that it, Dwaylon? Uh, I believe so. Yep. All right. Now, I know the reason we're starting to ask people to say, hey, how can we contact you at the beginning rather than the end? This is something that Ted the Hillbilly Hill taught us. By the way, go check out The Hill Truth. If you never got a chance to check out that podcast, go check it out. Awesome guy. But he pointed out that a lot of people don't make it to the end of the podcast, and so they don't hear the contact info for the guests. Mm. So we've been going, you know what? Let's mm -hmm. go ahead and get that up front. I like that idea. So how do people get a hold of you, Noah? All right. So if you want to get a hold of me, uh, go like my Facebook page, uh, Noah Gabriel, over on Facebook. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at underscore Noah Gabriel, or on Instagram, at official Noah Gabriel. Also, while we're talking about it, make sure you follow the NWF, the Northern Wrestling Federation, like their Facebook page, follow them on Twitter at NWF Wrestling, and follow them on Instagram at NWF underscore wrestling. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow the Future Stars division as well, our developmental division for the NWF. You can join their Facebook group, Northern Wrestling Federation, Future Stars Army, or on Twitter and Instagram at Future Stars NWF. Yes, that's everything. Okay, cool. Yeah, Beth Lane, I think I have all of them followed. And Dwayne, I think you do yep, as well. I believe I do too, yep. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we've said this before. For somebody who's never actually been able to see a live NWF show, Dwayne is like the biggest supporter ever. Right, right, <laughs> right. And I always, you know, I always, I, I, I notice it because, you know, I... I'm very fortunate to uh, be fr befriend some of the social media people. And so, like, sometimes they'll tell me, like, they're like, who's this Dwayne guy? I was like, oh, huh, funny. <laughs> so the thing about him is, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like he's. Let me tell you about this guy. <laughs> yeah, like, brother lives in a whole other time zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but let's go talk about the 27th anniversary show down in Covington on the 26th at Hits the Baseball Complex, and I know you know the address because you can rattle it off the top of your head. 3785 Lake Park Drive. <laughs> yeah. It's like I was an announcer and a commentator for two years before. I know. I mean, I know. It's, it's, it's so wild. And, and completely side note, like this whole AJ thing is complete deja vu to me. It's like like watching him and his oh, like, you know, his, with his the whole James Cross. Right, right. Like his whole issue with James Cross. It's It's been nothing but deja vu to me. And it's <laughs> yeah, good for him, I though. It, I guess it is. Yeah, it was um, about... Well, over two years ago, because you started right before the pandemic hit. I, so my start, I mean, I know we're kind of deviating a little bit, but my start was kind of 
pause and play a little bit. So I entered myself in the Future Stars Battle Royal at FanFest 13. And this was back when me and Sean Evans were first starting to butt heads. And and it's funny because even fast forwarding three years later, we're still butting we're still heads. still butting heads, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, he he's kind of, I think I've said it, said this in, a, in an interview one time where it's like he's the yin to my yang. You know, like wherever he's 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 the proverbial um, Randy Orton to my John Cena, if you will. Okay. Um, I mean, he, I mean, and that's just one of them. But I digress. And then so I, w- I was really paying my dues. And like AJ, you know, I, w- I was I was really trying to prove to the management that I could do this. And then uh, unfortunately, that's when the pandemic hit. Right. When I thought I was going to get my big break. And then. Um, it, it was at the event that you were at, Steve, where it was the battle Royal with me and Chris demise. Yep. And then I thought, okay, maybe we're going to kind of round two, you know, restart, so to speak. And so, and then kind of like that second shutdown kind of happened where it kind of paused my progress. And then, but I was still training. I was still doing things, um, you know, behind closed doors, so to speak. And, um, it got to the point where when we came back to Covington, uh, there they were like, Hey, we're having this big 10 man future stars ta- tag match. And we want you in this match. Cause we've understood how hard you've worked. And so I was like, I would, I would love to, I, and then the rest is kind of history from there. They saw how well I did and, they continued to book me as a wrestler and that's where uh, AJ kind of started stepping up. And now with AJ kind of in a similar position, I was, this is where uh, Zachary Ryan is kind of to start up and he's wonderful. He's great. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just really cool to kind of, especially in for modern fans to kind of see, cause like the, not, I'm not the only one who's kind of realized it. there's been a couple other fans. It's like, wait a minute, this is kind of, this is kind of, deja vu too so it's it's just kind of cool where it's like yeah a a, great for aj he's he's done wonderful things but you know i like to think i i i set the i set a trend a little bit yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, i know that was a long tirade from the original topic oh no you're fine i mean um if you listen to our show enough you know we go like way off course and and somehow we segue right back into it so right right um, we've gotten pretty, <laughs> we've gotten pretty good at doing. That. We have. <laughs> um, but I'll, I want to mention the Hall of Fame first because I do remember seeing Outlaw Matt Stevens. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm as familiar with Brody Cormick, and that's just me personally because, um, you know, I know a lot of people that are longtime fans of the NWF. In fact, Randy, you know, you, I know you've met Randy, right? Um, right. You know, he's he's always one catching me up. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, that person, yeah, he was this and this, this, and he was a tag team champion back in the day, and he was in WF. And so, I mean, he's like, y- y'all ought to keep him on as a, as a historian. I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, he knows the NWF so well, and he's... I mean, um, I mean, if he wants if he wants to try commentating, I mean, just hit up Bone Crushers. If he's uh, that, yeah. Hey, you know what? He's been, he he's actually been through, like, the fantasy camp. There you go. So, uh, um, and he's a very good speaker, so maybe he could. Maybe. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I will mention that to him. But I, in fact, Randy, if you're listening right now, you know how to find Noah. Hit him up. <laughs> I, I And plus, like I said, man, like with AJ transitioning and him with him already having two victories under his belt, 
There might be a commentating slot opening up. Oh, there you go. So, uh, (laughs) Randy, you know what to do. (laughs) But So, Matt Stevens, like I said, I'd have the, I think the very first NWF show I went to was in Fairfield Mm -hmm. at the old uh, UAW Hall before it was no longer the UAW Hall. Right, right. And he was one half of the tag team champions, I believe, was Ryan Stone. Uh-huh. And yeah, so uh and then I just remember like not seeing him anymore. And I was like, hey, where's that dude with the beard and like the long hair? And I was looking around going, No, it's not crew, because crew doesn't have long hair. Right. You know, but he has a beard. But I was like, No, and not not but but crew is also pretty tall. And this guy I remember was not tall. No. Um, but what can you tell us about uh, outlaw Matt Stevens. So, um, so Matt Stevens, uh, in my opinion, he's kind of one of the unsung tag team specialists in the NWF. In my opinion, okay, uh, brother is like a four or five time tag team champion with like three or four different partners. Uh, not to mention, he's also a former unified champion and a former golden ticket holder. So he's pretty successful in the NWF. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his, uh, just a couple highlights. Uh, I mean, you mentioned tough justice, which was the tag team name with him and stone, but, uh, one of a big, one of the big, um, other teams he was part of, uh, he, him and, uh, the bronze God, Danny Todd, who is a former tri-state champion. Uh, they were, uh, as a team, a tag team called the rookies. And there was this, uh, one of the big controversies out of that team was, Matt Stevens won the golden ticket. And when he went to go cash in, Danny Todd cost him out of jealousy. Oh, wow. Mm. So that was, that was a big, big thing. And then Danny Todd became this huge mega star. And so did Matt Stevens. They both kind of went their separate ways and became successful. Uh, there was a one time in Fairfield where Matt Stevens and crew shocked the NWF army and won the tag team titles from the Hollywood blondes out of nowhere. And they were, it, it was just a big shock. I remember, I remember being there and people were like, Oh, it's the Hollywood blondes. They're going to, and then no, like crew and Stevens shockingly beat the tag champs. Uh, I also remember fan fest 13 uh, when Titan and Jordan Clearwater had this big blood feud and, just when you thought Titan was going to potentially end Jordan Clearwater's career, Matt Stevens comes out, saves Jordan Clearwater, gives him that double, his patented double and her pile driver to, to Titan and Clearwater beats, beats Titan. And then Stevens and Titan went off and I think their match culminated in a, in a mask on a pole match, I believe. And, uh, you want to talk about, and I, I know pole matches are kind of tainted now because of, you know, the whole Vince Russo, WCW, <laughs> all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. But, you know, back in the day, especially in the Memphis days, like pole matches were a big deal. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And when done right, they could be very, very entertaining. And this one was, was definitely entertaining. So those are just kind of a, kind of a quick few highlights uh, for Matt Stevens that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, and then you were talking about the other inductee, Brady Cormick, which mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, he's, he's, he left shortly. I believe his last match was at fan fest 12. 
So that would have been 2018. And I think the biggest thing about Brody Cormick that probably most fans will probably remember was him and Alex Hayden being managed by Kirk Shepard as the everyday players. And uh, they were tag champs numerous times. They run rough shot over the tag division at that time. Um, Brody Cormick was managed by Kirk for a long, long time. And he uh, was a former unified champion as well. Uh, former tag team champion, like I mentioned. So uh, both guys, very successful careers. Both guys really well-deserved. Um, and congratulations to both if they're listening and or watching. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see if we can get them mm-hmm. at least tagged. What do you think, Well, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yep. and and some of the other matches, and we'll we'll mention your match last, just because that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. And from what I'm seeing, from what you sent to me, the, the first match listed is Rex versus Chiron, and if I can re- if Rex wins, <laughs> he gets five minutes with Gideon Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's it's one of those matches to where people hope Rex wins, not necessarily because they want to see Chiron beat. It's because they want Rex <laughs> to get his hands on Gideon. Yeah. And me personally, I would pay my last dime just to see. It doesn't even have to be five minutes. It could be 30 seconds. <laughs> you know, it, five minutes is is just the cherry on top. I'm not asking for much, but I digress. I it, I think this match, especially considering what happened last time and the controversy with that, I, I think Rex with with a little bit more of 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 an aggression behind him now, especially now that he's been in the ring with Chiron. I think he now he fully understands what to expect. And now with the with the uh, reward of what he gets when he wins, I think that's going to even motivate him even more. You know what? I mean, that'd make me want to go in there with Chiron, just the thought of getting five minutes alone with Gideon Weinstein. Because <laughs> uh, right. that dude is just nonstop talking. And just Rex launching him in the air and planting, like, yeah, it's it'll be <laughs> so entertaining. Um, and I, oddly enough, I have to take my son to that one too and see if Gideon Weinstein remembers my son telling him, um, screaming, looking, looking at Gideon Weinstein saying, You're adopted. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it actually caught him off guard. So, um, I'll have to tell you that. I don't know if I've ever told you that story before, but I'll, I'll save it for a little bit later on. It was actually kind of funny. Um, but the next match listed, and uh, I imagine this might be the main event. Because it is the NWF title match. Mm-hmm. James Cross used to be like everybody's favorite. I mean, he was because he was Jimbo. And then and that's wild, ago. you know? It's just wild how how much of time change a year is, you know? Yeah, and it, it's been a year. I can't believe that because I uh, I just it was like my Facebook memories popped up. And I saw something. I was like, huh, has that been a year since he did that? Since he turned his back on everybody? Right. When you said, I don't want to be Jimbo, I want to put on some bowling shoes and a jacket and call myself myself James Cross. Uh, But he's going to get Star Right. And of course, James Cross just lost. He was the unified champion. Right. Just lost it. And now he's going for 
the big title in Star Rider. I mean, I think this will be a pretty good match. Right, right. And I and I don't believe they've ever wrestled in a one-on-one match. I know they've met in like six bands and scrambles and tag matches and stuff, but I don't believe this is they've I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But uh yeah, last time at Spooktacular, James Cross pinned Star Rider in a six-man tag. And he made it clear after the match that he's gunning for Star Rider. I guess now that he feels that since you know, he lost the unified title. That chapter in his career is come and gone. I guess he's looking for not to no disrespect towards the unified title, but he's looking for bigger and better things. What better way than to do that than to go after the heavyweight champion on one of our, if not our biggest event of the mm-hmm. calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just not, I'm really just thinking about just the one on one aspect because Star Rider, he's kind of showing when he was having the, the three matches, he can have, um, he can throw down a mean streak when he needs to. Yeah. Especially here lately with all the title defenses that he's been having. You, yeah. you know, he's beat Russ, you know, Miss Reality Check. Uh, I mean, just to name a few, uh, Luke Larson. So he, he's been, he's been killing it lately. And you also got to think, you know, with with Bones and Savannah Sweet on the outside, maybe the numbers game could come into play, too. I mean, me, me and Prodigy, I mean, we've we've shown a couple times that we got Star Riders back. So we're not afraid to even things up if we need to. But, you know, at the same time, Star Rider is heavyweight champion for a reason. (laughs) So I think, yeah, you don't have to be a heavyweight to be the heavyweight champion. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Right, right. And uh, the next match listed, and this is actually a rematch from a match that was actually at the Spooktacular. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley and Riley Matthews, Nikki Victory. Right. And I, I management <coughs> was so impressed with these two, and the fans seemed to be it. And I, so I was there, and usually people are cheering, and usually they're really into it. And it was kind of weird, but I also understood why the crowd was not silent, but they were laser focused. And because yeah, of that, they were a little bit more quiet than usual, which is not a bad thing. And and it was just because I think that these two women are just so beloved by the NWF army that they were torn between who to cheer for, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just it's just one of those things that happens when you have a match like that. However, like I said, I think NWF management was so impressed by that match that they decided, you know what, let's just run it back again, you know. And I, I with with Nikki getting the win over Riley Matthews, I think Riley Matthews, especially here lately, uh, like I said, I just got back from training and she's been working super hard. I think she really wants a win over Nikki Victory just to say that she has what it takes to become a future contender for the women's revolution championship. Because if she, if she can beat a former women's champion, you know, I'm sure with the momentum that she can gain off of that and a big confidence booster as well. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure she has a good chance of beating Ella one day. I mean, not only that, but I mean, Riley rookie of the year for the PGWA. Right. Yeah. And I was there that night when they presented that to her and when she fell on her knees, because I mean, that emotion was real. Right, right. And Dwayne even felt it. And he was all the way down. <laughs> you know, he just, he sensed something happened. I was like, hey, they just, 
<laughs> awarded Riley Matthews Rookie of the Year, and um, and then that very same night, uh, Nikki Victory, of course, she had her match with oh my God, Dwaylon Kylie Ray, Kylie Ray, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, uh, because I know Dwaylon was he was I keep telling Dwaylon he needs to come up here and stay with us so we just so we can go to an NWF, yeah, show. yeah. Uh, because that that show was absolutely spectacular. So we know both of these women are just absolutely fantastic. We know Nikki Victory. We've seen her on AEW Dark. Mm-hmm. And with Riley, she's been described by no less than Roger Ruff or, or Ro- Riley. He's Roger said Nikki Victory has no ceiling. And Riley, we know her future. I mean, is just wide open. I mean, yeah, we've already seen how far she's progressed. So. This is a match. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see it go a little bit longer because I know they're capable of it, and so um, I think it'll be a good match. I'm not even going to try to predict a winner. No, I'm not either. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm not either. Uh, Riley, she's been training real hard, and you know, and I know there's there's more tape of Nikki for her to watch. If that makes any sense, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, and that's what, and that's all she's been doing because I right. I talked to her a little bit uh, here and there, mm. so I'm like. It's, and, and and Nikki and I feel like Nikki has too, because yeah. I, I I don't think Nikki is taking Riley for granted, which is good. Oh, absolutely but, not. I mean, Nikki Victory, mm-hmm. she hasn't gotten to where she has by taking anybody for granted. Right, right. You know, um, but the next match that's listed, I'm actually kind of going clockwise on the on, like on the post that you on sent the poster. Me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one is somebody who uh, Nikki is kind of familiar with, as far as like actually fighting in the ring and then being treated like absolute garbage. And that'd be Joshua, but he's going against mm-hmm. his old partner, Andrew Reed. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about, uh, you know, we, we, it's always funny. Uh, and trust me when I, when I'll, I'll come back to this, it's always funny when, especially me and prodigy being a tag team, uh, you always get asked like, Oh, who's the proverbial marty janetti or who's the weak mm-hmm. link and me and prod always roll our eyes because it's like really like we know what you're trying to do like it's like why even ask that man like me and prod are at the top of our game we're at the top of the tag team division like why like why why start stuff with that being said when i firmly believe joshua was always the weak link in that team and it's not because he's not it's it's mostly because of his attitude. He looks like a million dollars and he can wrestle. I he's a two-time heavyweight champion. You can't be a two-time NWF heavyweight champion by not knowing how to wrestle. Can't right. take that away from him. However, it's his attitude that killed it for me. And this whole thing with Nikki Victory, I think that really opened up Andrew Reed's eyes. Cuz Andrew Reed is a I don't think and that's the thing. People see it in glimpses, but until you're at Bone Crushers and you're training with him, I don't think people truly understand how much of a freak natural professional wrestler Andrew Reed really is. And I think a lot of that was being hindered by the fact that he was teaming with Joshua. Because again, he was, he like, especially when the Nikki thing was happening and you could see it was really messing with him. And I saw it, and I think the NWF Army saw it. So, you know, this thing's been going on for, I mean, really, since the whole Nikki Victory thing started with Joshua back in the spring. And now 
you know, the spectacular thing, the whole controversy, the low blow, even though I, I, I loved Andrew Reed's costume with the stranger things. And I thought <laughs> and, that was awesome. And the entrance music. Don't forget and the entrance music. And right. Right. Well, I, I was stretching before because they were before us. Yeah, I was stretching and I hear Master of Puppets. I'm like, what the like who? I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. And uh so yeah, this one this one is definitely a more personal blood grudge match to me, because you know, these two know each other so well. Again, they were they were they were tag team champions, they were tag team partners, you know, they they just like Prodigy and myself, even though I hate comparing us to them, but they were on top of the division for two years. So, you know, they know each other in and out. So this is going to be another instant classic match. It's going to be a brutal match. It's going to be a hard-hitting match. It's going to be a very emotional match. So it's it's definitely going to keep people on, on the edge, edge of their seat. But I, I think I really think Andrew Reed gets the win in this one. I really do. I hope he gets it with that sweet moonsault too, because he, his moonsault is a thing of beauty. It really is. It really is. It really is. Yeah, so, uh, and the next match listed, MCE, also known as Money Changes Everything, mm-hmm. which is, of course, Sinclair, our buddy. <laughs> and yeah, you're a good buddy. <laughs> Sinclair Octavius Bentley, Chris Demise, and Alex Hayden. Against Christopher Lotus, Papa Dojo, and the Tri-State Champion, Swinger. And, yeah. of course, yeah, Sinclair, he really, really wants that title back, by the way. Dude. Um, I listened to the Northern Wrestling Federation, their latest uh, podcast, mm-hmm. the Power PowerPod. PowerPod, yeah, I listened yeah. to it this morning, yeah. Yep, but it came out today. I listened to the latest one, and Sinclair was the subject of the interview on there. And he's talking about, he really, really wants his baby back. Right. Right. <laughs> and Swinger was on the week before and Swinger doesn't yep. have any intentions of letting that go. And here's what's wild too, is that we could potentially see Sinclair walk out in this month with, or walk into the anniversary event as double champion because in Mount yep. Orb, he's got a heavyweight title match against mm-hmm. star rider. So, but he's really, really focused on that tri-state championship. But anyway, uh, I've been in the ring with all six of those guys, either in tag team matches or in singles matches. And th- this thing with Pompano Joe and Sinclair has spiraled to the point to where they have to call on their friends. And it's it's going to be it's this one's going to be off the walls, nonstop action from bell to bell because like I said, I've been in the ring with all six of these guys. Every single one of them has something different to the table. Each one of them have different styles. MCE, though, in my opinion, ha- is a little bit more of a well-oiled machine because they've, they, they, I don't know if they live together, but they definitely ri- uh, ride to shows together and their limousines and their private jets. Uh, they are, especially with Alex Hayden and Chris Demise, they team a lot all the time. Sinclair, I, they just gel well, mm-hmm. and nothing against Lotus Swinger and Joe, but they don't have that chemistry because they're not always sure they're they know each other together, well. Yeah. Right, right. So I might have to give this one to MCE for doing the the whole uh, uh, pick your results thing, 
So, sorry, sorry, loads swinger and <laughs> Joe. I mean, now you're just being you're being professional. I mean, you're you know you were a commentator before, right? A right. I mean, and you and you're just trying to be trying to be real, trying to be honest. Right. 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 You know. So, what are the matches that are not listed on here? Because I know uh, you and Prodigy got to be defending your titles. Well, as of right now, we do not have a match for the anniversary event. Uh, we also have the Dozer Memorial Battle Royal that will be That's there. True. Yeah, this is the fifth one of that. Uh, Dozer was a Hall of Famer, beloved individual, both in and out of the ring. And uh, in memoriam to him, we hold this Battle Royal at the anniversary event. And you never know what's going to happen. Battle Royals, especially in the NWF, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, past lo- winners have included Lotus. Uh, DC's the only back-to-back winner. And after he won it the first time, he became Tri-State Champion like a couple months after. And then after he won it the second time, he became Heavyweight Champion a couple months after. So, you know, hmm. people tend to use this. I guess you can kind of say this battle royal kind of projects guys in their career for the upcoming months because, you know, it, winning this is, is is a big deal, especially when you're handed that Dozer Dozer Cup. So uh, I'm sure if Prada and I don't have a tag title match by then, I'm sure me and him are going to be in that match. Uh, but like I said, if any tag team wants to step up, NWF or not, and they feel a little froggy, by all means, contact Commissioner Cat, contact Roger Ruffin, and we'll get that contract signed. But just realize you're stepping in the ring with probably, well, there is no probably, the best tag team in the NWF that the division has ever seen in quite some time, and we have the belts to prove it. Yeah, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, if you watch on YouTube, he does have the belt. I've seen him with the belt. I actually have a picture <laughs> of him with the belt. So yes. I it's know just... he has it. It's, it's just in my room. I'm sorry. Just, I was, was ill-prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, actually, I think, yeah, Dwayne, I, I texted you and said, hey, Noah's got gold. Yes, yes. You yeah, know, well, which people who aren't um, into wrestling, that means, hey, Noah has won a title of some mm-hmm. kind. Yeah. And even though that, that particular belt is actually made more silver, yeah, gold, it's, but... it's it's a, I mean it's it's I it's a metaphor. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, unified I... title is silver too, and you know people were saying, "Oh, Beck's got gold," which is yeah, silver. But and actually, yeah, I don't see Beck's name listed on here. So he's another one. He could be in the battle royal, but uh, probably it, uh, Beck's another one. He's actually come a, a long way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Be- Beck, uh, Beck, and I. Uh, I'm very proud of Beck. Beck has grinded super hard. I mean, when I, if you were to sit in a bone crushers training session, you would be in awe of how hard that dude works. Uh, he's always, he's always asking the veterans for advice. He's always sending the veterans, his matches uh, for, for criticisms. Uh, Beck Reeves is, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. And you can interpret it however you want. I'll never forget. Raj looked at the entire locker room, pointed to Beck Reeves, and said, "That man right there is my next Wildcat, Chris Harris." Oh wow! Wow, that is a compliment right there. So, if that tells you anything mm-hmm. of what the man thinks of this young man and his upcoming future, I don't know what to tell you. Wow. You know, to be compared to somebody who 
as a former Pro Wrestling Illustrated uh, member of the Tag Team of the Year, mm-hmm. right? Which is a huge thing. And yeah, yeah, that's that's man, that's saying something right there. Yeah, and I can see that because the man he he definitely has some talent. Oh yeah, 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 uh, and, um, and and just and not even just like in wrestling. Like I've had the privilege to talk and hang with Beck, you know, outside of wrestling and. He's just an overall chill dude, you know, he's, you know, he, I don't know, man. Like there's like, you can't not, not like him. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, unless you're James Cross, I guess, but. Uh, James Cross, they used to cheer him. <laughs> and now they're he's still him. on that. He's still on that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he just turned his back on everybody and. Started looking like he's a major major D somewhere. <laughs> I yeah, but I, he got a, I, but he has an entourage with him with Savannah Sweet and who who was the other who's the other person always with him? You mentioned them earlier. Bones. 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 I don't really know Bones that well. And every time we say Bones, for some reason I think Beans and Beans is a totally separate person. <laughs> <laughs> They're two very different, very, very different people. Um, of course, I've never seen a referee as over as beans it's eh, that whole thing man like no disrespect to beans but i just i get it but it's (laughs) like how (laughs) like people think he's like people especially in fairfield thought he was like the second coming of christ and it was like like i know that's like an extreme example but it was like man they love him and he's doing something right. And like yeah. Beck, like Beans works his butt off, man. Like he, yeah, he, he, you know, he's he, he's definitely going to be, I don't want to use the term cult favorite, but he's definitely going to be a figure in the NWF that people are going to hold close to their hearts for mm-hmm. a very long time. And that's not something you can teach. And that's not something that nobody should take lightly either. You know? Right. Like it took Cena years for people to love him, and then when they loved him, they hated him. So. <laughs> oh, that, that's true, yeah. Um, but you compared yourself to Cena earlier, so me? Oh, yeah. No, well, no. So, I mean, I'm not saying you want people to hate you, right? I, right. I just thought it's because you're both left-handed. I don't know. Oh, I am. Oh, yeah, I am left-handed. So is Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. There we go. And Arn Anderson and Harley Race and uh, who are some other other Shelton. ones? Shelton. Shelton. Oh, oh, Shelton Benjamin is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I know wow, Chris more. Harris. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when he found out I was left-handed, uh, he was like, "Just do you want to do my left-handed lariat?" I was like, "Do I? <laughs> <laughs> do I? Do you even he's have like, to ask?" <laughs> he's like, "I'm like, I would love to do your left-handed lariat." And he taught me, and you know, I do it whenever I can. Hmm. Um. But when I think about a Lariat, I'm thinking that Luke Larson maybe wanting to. I mean, I know well, he's he's kind of an up and comer, but yeah, well, you know, he's he's also got something on his face. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's like not facial hair. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I know we're kind of slightly off the subject of the 27th anniversary, but I am also looking forward to the Mount Orb show on the 19th, a week before. Yeah. Yes. You know, so. Yes. 
uh, because one of your favorites, because I, I was joining you and talking smack with him, smack to him after the show last time in Mount Orb. So Mr. Um, uh, Mr. Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pose off with tiny Tim, you know, that's not, that's, I've been around for, you know, four, four and a half years. And this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. So I don't know what to expect. I don't know how it's going to be judged or even how it's going to be contested. I, I don't know. But all I know is, is that if tiny Tim wins this thing, he gets a rematch with Mr. Destiny. So <clears throat> with, with this being in tiny Tim's backyard, I, I, I think, I think, I think Tim has, is going to get his rematch. I do. I really, really do. Yeah, because Tim, of course, I mean, the tiny Tim, because what he told us, Dwayland, he's five foot three on a good day. Yeah. 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 And, you know, but he is just jacked to the gills. Because right, of, right. And Mr. Destiny. is just skinny. Just, yeah, he's skinny. So he has no fat. So the muscles. Right, right. Uh, muscles, quote unquote, mm -hmm. stand out. Right. But you, but you know, okay. The one credit I'll give to De Mr. Destiny is with how he's he's progressed so quickly, and he's really in. You know, he's been given main event spots, and he's been given all these oh. things, and he's succeeded, and he's thrived. And I'm sure some of some of the times he comes out on the losing end of the stick, but at the same time, man, like he's beaten Swinger. And he's beaten. Yeah, that's true. He did. He's yeah, be he's beaten me. So, but you, you know, beat, but I was there when you beat Swayze. Right, right. And so that's a pretty good accomplishment, right, right there. I oh, think. Uh, I'm sure Swayze doesn't remember that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and I I will say this about Mr. Destiny, and I told him this, and I, I think the thought kind of hit him. He needs to change his entrance music. To the Seether version, yes. To the Seether version, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dwell, he comes in with Careless Whisper. Okay, okay. You know, and so I said, you're a metalhead, why don't you change it to the Seether version? Because he's wearing an Iron Maiden shirt, like, uh -huh. after the show. I said, why don't you change it to the Seether version? You know what? I, I might do that. <laughs> what, or something like that. No, I mean, do you remember what exactly? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, because he was like, I want to yell at you, but you make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... But no, is there anything else you want to tell us about the anniversary show? Because, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, uh, you can get your tickets for the anniversary now at Discondat in Florence, Kentucky, off Turfway Road, at Hits itself, or over at nwfwrestling.com under the events tab. And you can also buy your tickets to the Mount Orb event we were just talking about, or uh, at the time of this recording, uh, we have our big Ludlow event coming up this weekend. So you can get your oh, tickets yeah. to all of, all of our events that way also uh doors open at uh doors open at six hall of fame ceremonies at 6 30 and bells at 7 30 if you're in the greater cincinnati area or you know if you want to take a a long road trip to covington kentucky for one of the biggest nights in the nwf calendar i highly 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 recommend you come out to hits indoor baseball at 3785 Lake Park Drive in Covington, Kentucky on November 26th to celebrate 27 years of NWF dominance over the Cincinnati area. And I'm hoping that the Dad World Order podcast guys, well, I met them at the Spooktacular. 
Yeah, they're cool dudes. I was actually yeah, on there. Yeah, they, I I was just on their podcast uh, earlier this week, and yeah, that was it was that was a lot of fun. They're they're cool dudes. Yep, and yeah, I saw Prodigy was on there with you too, but I know he had another engagement unfortunately tonight. He wasn't able to make it. Uh, and he he yeah. he's he's they were they were they were like, oh, it's four dads and Noah. I was like, yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, one day you'll be a dad. Well, I hope so. Hey, being being a dad's awesome. Trust that's me, right. it's it's the best job you ever have. That's what I hear. That's what yep, I hear. Yep. Yep. So, Dwaylon, do you have any other questions for him? Or uh, no, nothing I can think of. Um, uh, good luck on your continued success, and I hope the anniversary show, you know, goes good. I'm sure it will. Thank you. Thank and you. I, Appreciate you coming back on the podcast. You're welcome that's, anytime. That's no problem. That's yep, no problem. Because, I mean, we're going to have listeners coming all the way from, of course, we have some listeners we know in England. We have some new friends of ours. We're going to be in their podcast. They're from Nova Scotia, Canada. We're going to be in their podcast in the this month. So we're going to have them kind of tuning into the Northern Wrestling Federation as well. That's the, the Wrestling Truth uh, podcast oh, okay, or Wrestling cool. with the Truth podcast. Yeah. Um, another couple of great guys like the old school stuff. And, of course, now we're we're – Connecting with the Dad World Order and plus Ted the Hillbilly Hill. If you have not checked out his podcast, dude, you seriously got to go yeah, check it out. Yeah, you really need to. Um, okay. he, really good. He stuff. is like trying to connect everybody in like at least the podcast uh, wrestling podcast community. Uh, and so we always like to give him a shout out. And just for you, Noah, I'm going to give a shout out to Judd. You know who Judd is. I, I, hey, Judd, if you're listening, how's it going, buddy? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I was send I was send that to uh, his family and say, hey. No, it's, in fact, I could text her right now. Of course, she may go, why are you texting me at 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, thank you so much, Noah, for coming on. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Absolutely. And, and you know you're always welcome back. Just let us know when you want to come on, and we will make the arrangements. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's always a good time. You guys, you guys are, you guys are cool people. You always, you guys are, 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 are liked by the NWF locker room, and especially by me. You guys have always been good to me and my friends, and I can't thank you enough, and you know, I hope to see you guys. Well, Dwaylon maybe, but Steve, I hope to see you at the <laughs> at the anniversary event. So I'm telling you, yeah. one of these days. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna make Dwayland. it up there one of these days. Yeah. Yeah, because right now my daughter's down in Orlando, so we have an extra bed that yeah. Dwaylon can stay in. Right, right. So now, Dwaylon, I'm just hearing excuses at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just take it. Just take a weekend. Just say you're Vince. You're visiting Cincinnati. Like, it just like just take a weekend, man. <laughs> say you need to go get some skyline chili from the actual yeah, source i'm be uh, so i have family from georgia and when they would come up here that's that was their excuse and they would buy and just to like stay in on the bit they would buy like bulks of cans of gold star chili because <laughs> they were gold star fans uh, and they would buy like just the bulk cans of their chili and just take them back <laughs> see there you go get get yourself some gold star or skyline and yeah. some some frishes, the tartar sauce and the hamburger deal. Okay, no, uh, you're no, okay, no. Well, it, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have to admit, I mean, I didn't. Thought I liked it either, no, no, but... no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I can't, I can't do it. No, I can't do it. No. Get some graters, no. graters, graters. There you great. go. There you go. Get you know, some some, some, some La Rosa's pizza with extra sauce. Uh, La Rosa's pizza. Now that one, I'll have to go. Uh... So it depends. So it depends because me and I like Roger, their I like their calzones. So me and Roger have this theory. Their takeout is better, or not their takeout. Their in like inside, like in house, is better than their takeout. 
Okay. Like okay, if you go inside, like if you go inside, the pizza and like all their stuff tastes a thousand times better than when you like get it to go or whatever. It's okay. like I don't know if it's like they keep it out for too long or like they just use a completely different setup. <laughs> I don't know, but I maybe it's the aesthetic. I don't know. Oh, and I'll have to take you to Jungle Gems. Oh yeah. Fairfield, not eat. Well, I mean, take them to both, but yeah, I've only been to the one Eastgate because I drive by it almost every oh, day. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, but the Fairfield's Fairfield is the big one, and yeah, and if everybody, if you don't know what Jungle Gems is, look it up. It's actually a, <laughs> it's a ridiculous grocery store with stuff imported from all over the world and all over the country too. Uh oh, yeah, yeah, yep. So yeah. I think uh, I just froze I, up for a second, but there's yeah. a. There's a Roddy Piper bubblegum soda that I found there one time. Really? Yeah. Because yep. it was because you know I'm yeah. here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and that's yeah. Oh, there you go. You know, so uh, but if you don't have anything else, and we've already talked about Cincinnati enough, um, <laughs> you know, so no, I should be seeing you at least in Mount Orb. Uh, yep. I don't know about Ludlow, but I know I'll be seeing you in Mount Orb because I've only missed one show there because I was in Florida, and I should be coming down to Covington. Because we've talked about it enough, now it's time to get down to some action. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But until I see you, my friend, good night, and God bless. God bless. See you guys. Bye.